Welcome to Gracious Words. Gracious Words is taken from the weekly women's Bible study taught by Cheryl Broderson at Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, California. We behold your glory, God, in the face of Christ. It shows us who you are, revealing who you are. Today, we are going to conclude our study on the importance of blood and see how the pure, perfect and powerful blood of Jesus is able to deal with the sins of mankind forever. Cheryl's message titled, The Importance of Blood. The actual, the substantial, the original went before the eternal throne of God, and it required a greater sacrifice, a perfect sacrifice, in order to initiate a covenant between God and man, in order to ratify or bring the covenant into being, and to guarantee that this covenant was operational. Again, remember, a blood transfusion of an animal is poisonous to human beings. We needed a universal donor who would volunteer his own blood, the overcomer's perfect, untainted blood that could go to every part of our system and remove the toxins and give the life-imparting oxygen and life into every part of our system. There is a cleansing river of blood. No wonder it, it talks about the river that, that river of Jesus' blood that flows into us. Jesus went to the real throne of God, the actual Holy of Holies. Verse 24, to appear before the presence of God for us. And what was required to fulfill the debt was the valuable, the precious, the pure, the universal blood that can be given to any blood type, to any man, And once that blood transfusion of Jesus Christ is applied to any man, they are cleansed. They are healed. They have life. Jesus, unlike the high priest, did not need to repeat this action. He did not need to appear with the blood of another that was untainted. But he approached God once at the perfect time with the perfect blood that he brought from his own body to put away sin completely once and for all. In verse 27, we're told that sin is the reason for all death. First Corinthians 15, 56 through 57, the sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Death 
happens because of sin. And so it's appointed for all of us to die once. And then the judgment, the judgment, that's where, you know, your, your works are judged. And oh my goodness, Christ went, he died once. And when he went to judgment, he was found not guilty, but his blood had been spilled. So he said, I take this untainted blood that had no right to be shed because it had no sin and death had no say on it. And I apply this blood to the debt of all mankind. That mankind might receive this universal transfusion and be emancipated from their sin once for all. Once for all. That's how powerful. That's how effective. That's how pure. That's how perfect Jesus' blood is. It was able to deal with the sins of mankind forever. Forever. In Isaiah 49, 6, God says, speaking of Jesus, my servant, he says, it is too small a thing to restore just Israel. I will make you a light to the Gentiles and salvation to the end of the earth. That's how powerful. God says, no, your blood's so powerful. It's more than enough to restore Israel and to ratify all my plans. I'm going to make this blood available to the ends of the earth, to anyone who wants salvation, come and receive a transfusion from Jesus Christ. That's how great the blood of Jesus Christ is. Now, Jesus' wealth, Jesus' status, Jesus' righteousness is bequeathed to all of us who believe we receive that blood. We receive that blood. And it says in verse 28, so Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. He already dealt with sin. It was appointed once to die. He already died. It's done. It is absolutely done. Sin has been dealt with. And now, now we have something much greater to look forward to when Jesus comes. In Ephesians 1, 7, it tells us that in the ages to come, it's going to take the rest of time for God to show us the exceeding riches of his grace through Christ Jesus. In other words, to see all that you've inherited through Jesus Christ, it's going to take eternity. It's going to take all time. And in Ephesians 1.18, Paul prayed that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened, that you might know the hope of his calling and what the riches of his inheritance in the saints is. In other words, God has such great plans 
that the blood of Jesus Christ has purchased from us. You see, eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has it entered into the mind of man, the things that God intends for those who love him. You see the blood of Jesus Christ. It's not the end of the story that you've been forgiven. The blood of Jesus Christ is now bringing us into the glory. The best is yet to be. The best is yet to come. This is just the initiation. Dear sisters, some of you are still at this place like I'm a lousy sinner and I don't deserve anything. Okay, get over it. It's totally true. But you've been brought in by the riches of his grace. And now it's all good. It's all good. And you can say, wow, I don't deserve it, but it's sure fun. It's sure wonderful, and it's all mine by the cross of Jesus Christ. Paul said, I boast in the cross of Jesus Christ. I don't take any of this glory to myself. I say, I get all this because Jesus is good. I can be thankful every day, and I can possess my possessions. I can love my husband, Brian, freely. I can enjoy my awesome kids because of the cross of Jesus Christ, because this richness is mine because of what Jesus did. No, I didn't deserve it, but that's why it's so great. It's like one Christmas present coming every single day for the rest of my life because of what Jesus has done. You see, when Jesus was on the cross, he was looking, and we'll get to this in chapter 12, at the joy that was before him. In other words, Jesus said, it's worth it. It's worth it for what's coming. It's worth it for what's coming. I remember having surgery. And I remember waking up from the surgery. And what they do is they allow pain to wake you up. Because pain is one of the best ways to prove that you're still alive. And I remember waking up and I started to go into a convulsion. My eyes started, you know, rolling back. And I was in tremendous pain, but I knew I was alive. That I knew. But I remember thinking, I'm so glad I didn't know how painful this would be before I had the surgery. Because the surgery was absolutely necessary. And if anyone had told me that I'd be in this much pain, I'd say, that's okay. I'll just die with this thing. (laughs) You know, don't touch me. And I'm so glad I didn't know. But now it's over and it's behind me and I'm free and I can get healthy. Dear sisters, you've had the blood transfusion. You've been forgiven. Now you can get healthy. Now you can get healthy. Now it's about healing. Now it's about stepping into all the things that God intends for you. The blood of Christ not only removes the toxins constantly, it's constantly circulating to remove the toxins. But it also is delivering vital nutrients to every system of your body that you can praise, that you can see, that you can breathe, that you can hear, that you can think. It's constantly at work. That's why blood. So that you would know that the blood of Jesus Christ, according to 1 John, continually cleanses us from sin. 
It is eternally working in us, cleansing us until our system is completely purged of all sin. And that happens the moment we shed this human nature and our eyes see Jesus. We will be 100% emancipated. Isaiah 11 and Isaiah 35 give us a glimpse of what the earth will look like when we are emancipated from sin and Jesus returns. This is the better covenant. These are the better promises that we've received through the redemption of the transgression of the old covenant. You see, the old covenant could only tell us how unworthy we were how bad we were, how desperately we needed a mediator, how desperately we needed a sacrifice, how toxic our system was. But now the blood of Jesus Christ, this new covenant is speaking to us of greater, better things, things right now and things yet to come. Jesus did for us what the first covenant could only foreshadow could only point to, could only paint a picture of, could only hint at. I was thinking this morning of the hymn, Rock of Ages, that says, not the labor of my hands can fulfill thy law's demands. Could my zeal, could I be so enthusiastic and just keep working at it for the rest of my life? Could my zeal, no respite, no. Could my tears forever flow? Could I feel really bad and sorry and mourn over my sins for the rest of my life? All for sin could not atone. Jesus must save and Jesus alone. Jesus mediated for us the best covenant, not just a covenant. Moses mediated a covenant, but it had issues and it had problems. But Jesus mediated for us an eternal, a redeeming covenant with better promises and an eternal inheritance and a hope that is coming, a great expectation. And he did it in the most effective way, in the most effective place, with the most effective agency by the most effective way. This new covenant forgives our sins forever. It pays off the debt and we no longer owe the debtor. It reconciles us to God and allows us into the holiest place of all and a relationship with God whereby we can call him Abba. And it guarantees to us all the promises and all the glory that belong to Jesus alone becomes ours through Christ. And this covenant was ratified by blood, by the purest, overcoming, universal blood of the greatest donor that has ever lived. And it is applied by the water of his word. When we read the word of God, we are applying the blood of this covenant to our system. We are transfusing ourselves with this life-giving blood. By hyssop, the tree of Calvary, 
and by the scarlet wool, the blood-soaked lamb of Calvary. For those who receive this covenant, there is a certain and eager anticipation of when Jesus comes again. This covenant guarantees an even greater future and the emancipation, purification, and blessing of God to all creation. Oh, what glory is ours through the blood of the Lamb. Don't stop at just the forgiveness. Don't keep berating yourself as a lousy, rotten sinner. Instead, say, I am a blood-bought daughter, a priest to my God that has 24-7 access to the very throne room of God. I have been purified. I have been washed. My conscience has been cleansed. My heart has been transformed. And I no longer identify with my sins, but I identify with the cross of Jesus Christ. As Paul says in Galatians, where I died to the world and the world died to me. I am, by virtue of the blood of Jesus Christ, the sanctified, transformed daughter of God. And so are you. I got my new driver's license. After 18 years of having the same picture, which was pretty good, I had to get a new picture with my new face, which is an older face, for a real ID because my old driver's license is no longer good for traveling. It no longer guarantees who I am. And when I went to the DMV, where the nicest people on earth do not work, (laughs) I have to say, the person who took my picture was really nice. I found one. But when I went to the DMV, they required my birth certificate, my social security card, my passport, my old driver's license, and some form that showed I actually lived at the house I live at. I had to bring a bill. I had plenty. In order to prove that I am that person on that. And then I received a real identity, a real identity that proves I am I am the person on that card, and I do live where that person says. And that face on that card is what I now look like. But I was thinking about how I have a new identity, a better identity, with a better picture, through the blood of Jesus Christ. A new identity. And my new identity doesn't just get me on a plane. It gets me the best transport possible to heaven, to glory, where I am accepted, where there's a place prepared for me so that I can eagerly anticipate Jesus coming, not be in fear or dread, but eagerly anticipate because of my new identity in Jesus Christ. Dear sisters, are you living under the identity of the blood of Christ. You see, are you saying, I'm a rotten sinner 
Or are you saying, man, that blood of Jesus Christ is so effectual? What are you doing? Where's your focus? Where's your focus? See, if you're saying, I'm such a rotten sinner, you're self-centered. You're prideful. I know because I, I am too. I've done it. That's not to be our focus. Our focus is to say that blood of Jesus Christ is so great, so strong, so powerful. It changed me. It gave me a new identity. It gave me greater access. It changed my heart. It cleansed my conscience. It took my toxins away. Put your concentration on the greatness of the blood of Jesus Christ. This is what the author of Hebrews is saying. Stop identifying yourself with your sin and your old rottenness. Identify yourself with the blood of Jesus Christ. Because you see, when you say I'm a rotten sinner, you're saying that blood wasn't that effectual. I have to keep doing something or reminding myself that I'm rotten. You don't. But you can remind yourself, I'm forgiven. I'm washed. I'm cleansed. I've got the spirit of God, the living God living in me. I am not who I was. Are you living in your true identity? Have you gotten your real identity card from Jesus Christ yet? Or are you still living under the condemnation of your old identity by that old picture? Sisters, we're going to ask Jesus to help us to identify ourselves because we're women and we tend to identify ourselves with the worst of the worst. Because we do this because we're women. And it's time women, to receive our new identity. Dear friends, dear sisters, we're all in this together. Same blood sprinkled over all of us. We're in this together. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that we will no longer identify ourselves as ugly, rotten sinners, but we will identify ourselves as the beloved, transformed, emancipated, redeemed, being glorified daughters of the blood of Jesus Christ. We have been redeemed. We have been saved. We are being transformed. We are every day having the toxins removed from every part of our body. Every cell, the toxins are being removed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Every day by the blood of Jesus Christ, Our sins, our diseases are being eaten up and overcome. Every day by the blood of Jesus Christ, our lives are being regulated and peace is coming and flowing and health to every part of our being. By the blood of Jesus Christ, we are being oxygenated. We are being refreshed and renewed. Lord, when Satan comes to us with that condemnation, just like he did to me this morning, This morning, you know, Lord, you came to me and you said, Cheryl, that's not how I talk to you. Cheryl, that's not my voice. Cheryl, I'm the God who loves you. I'm your redeemer. I'm your sanctifier. I'm your health. 
I'm your toxin remover. I'm your transfusion. I'm your life. I'm your joy. I'm your peace. Cheryl, don't look at the past, but see the future through the glorious cross and emancipating blood that I spilled, that I shed, that I presented before my Father in heaven. Lord, remind us, show us who we are. May we walk in the joy of our true identity and not under the condemnation of the past. And we ask for this in the precious name and because of the blood, the effectual, powerful, initiating, ratifying, great blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. The old covenant had a problem. It could never remove our sins. It could only cover them. Only the pure and perfect blood of Jesus could offer the necessary sacrifice for our sins, eliminate them forever, and offer us true forgiveness. Not only are we forgiven, but we are now reconciled to God and brought into a relationship with Him and can call Him Father. And as His children, call upon all His promises and receive all His blessings. We hope you have been blessed by today's Bible study. For more information about the Gracious Words radio program and the teaching ministry of Cheryl Broderson, please visit our website at graciouswords.com. Coming up next time on the Gracious Words program, we'll look at the will of the Lord as we continue our series, Our Great Faith, in the book of Hebrews with Cheryl Broderson. We do hope you make plans to join us. Again, for more information, please visit our website at graciouswords.com. This program is sponsored by Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, California.